Let's spread a song so you can sing along with my special guest star for two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone welcome back to another episode of life's but a song a podcast likes to live in the land of musicals i'm your host john and with me today continuing our episode well continuing our discussion i mean from last episode it's dustin holden i woo hey cat so how you doing? doing it's dustin i'm fast cat how you doing yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow wow so here your energy you're like hey everybody i'm like all right i'll do it hey all you cats and kittens <laughs> um and we're here today to get more into greece rise of the pink ladies but talking more about the music all by justin trancer um okay i want to get started with my soapbox for the song girl gang (laughs) which i I think i'm the beginning of episode two is beginning of episode two is girl gang because i need to get this off my chest right off the bat and you can combat me all you want this song is so bonkers because i feel like the male songwriters are working through some things on how they feel about women but also the women who are performing it are like go fuck yourself we're gonna give it a thousand percent okay (laughs) so that's that's the song when i i remember when i first watched this episode I was like, oh, that's so cool and the choreo and everything. And then I listened to it a lot on YouTube without the visuals. And so I had a lot of time to process and think about all of this because there's that whole section towards the end where one of the mothers is saying things that (laughs) I'm just like, a man definitely wrote this. Like, (laughs) yeah. And I understand these are supposed to be the mothers of the the good the good teens and all that, but like the, the Soch mothers, the Soch mothers. But I'm like, I don't, I don't no, but who would say this? <laughs> they would, they would totally do that back then. You don't think they would say that stuff? I know they would, but like, if it, it honestly feels so unnatural to hear from them, because in song form. My favorite part of the whole song is the one getting off, sitting on the washing machine. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Where, she's outrageous. <laughs> there's also it, there's also something weird that happens between what's in the episode and what's on the soundtrack. There's a of a, a line that is sung differently. Okay, it's it's Susan's mom's line, like, um. Now I have that ending monologue stuck in my head and I'm calling it a monologue because that's basically what it is. But uh, hi, I think she sings like hide your sons before they go out and rape them. Is that the oh, lyric? I don't think I don't remember hearing that. Oh my God. Hold on. Let me look this up. Girl gang lyrics. Oh no. We're doing a deep dive everyone. Uh huh. Nope. I don't want the song by Sierra. <laughs> thank you for the for that music i blame the mothers they're clearly not around i blame the mothers i will put my kids yeah i just sons before they go out and chase it i just so the line is i just sons before they go out and chase it and in the show when so when you do your fourth watch of it okay or if you're gonna go back and watch this just watch that it is sung it is so different than what's on the recording and i'm like it definitely sounds like rape instead of chase no 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 no. not that (laughs) not the line not the line itself the way that it's sung sounds like i think one's like sped up too yes that's that the one for tv is the one that's sped up because all of a sudden that line happens i'm like that's not the same that's not the same pattern and we're, we're, <laughs> he's throwing his hands up like oh my god no oh my god no 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 no, 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 no i don't want this <laughs> um okay so now that i got off my soapbox for that one i have another soapbox for we're jumping to, over to that one okay episode nine 
brutal. Oh, I know honesty. what you're gonna. I know exactly what you're gonna talk about. Fuck brutal Maybe, honesty. Oh, that's what I wrote down as something. Yeah. Why is Justin Trancer dressed as Ziggy Stardust? I don't know. <laughs> and why couldn't they finish the lyrics? Brutal honesty. Like. They they kill me, and also the other one that does, that gets me. And does is, that not almost sound like I want to say Asian phobic? The t he 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 because it feels like <gasps> now an that old you thing say that, yes, that somebody like um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, it sounds like an, like like they're making fun of anime or something like that, or you know, just the the old not you know how they for black people it was minstrel shows they did you know white guys dressed up in blackface, but then they also had like people like. Mickey Rooney and who was the big one that did it? it oh my gosh. It was, was Mickey Rooney. No, but it was a comedian that also did it. Oh, who really? also did like the, the glasses and the buck teeth and everything. And and he would go, he 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 he, you know, that kind of thing. They would they would always do that kind of like Asian stereotype where they go, he 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 he. And I'm like, that's not a good song to put. But they also, I mean, they also did it a lot in in cartoons. Yeah. Um, as, uh, or just, especially or mame even in anti-mame like they had ito which was the the servant and he would go he, 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 you know all the time you're like that's and so it just felt reminiscent of that a little bit and i'm like why did we why can't we think of a better lyric than t he 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 yeah because i mean they they tried a lot of the songs are tried are established kind of right beforehand so like another weird one but i do like the song is uh uh crap um <laughs> it's not a song guys it's not, no the song's not uh show. it's land don't look so bad where i love right, that song i love this song but right before it he's like while he goes i used to surf and blah 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 and i was like this justification for the song doesn't let's just yeah we have a song we like to write yeah but we i like the lyrics and everything let's fit this in for some characters okay so with brutal honesty, right before the song happens, when Justin Tranter as Teen Angel comes in and talks to Nancy, he does giggle a couple times. Yeah, but I noticed like, that. But I'm like, that's giggling. That's going because you had that in your song. <laughs> so we had to establish this character does this. And also, why does he say the wrong name at the beginning of the song? That I can, I will never understand. Oh, um, yeah, my name's not. What's your name? Crystal. Uh, Crystal. My name's not Crystal. I just ignores it. Apparently it was a it was supposedly a nod to like a some crystal in, in showbiz. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was like a choreographer or or a costumer or something. See, it would have been better if it was if there was another line establishing that he is uh a not just her guardian angel, if he is like somebody else's, because then it's like, oh, you're obviously busy, so you can't. I'm, remember I'm a loner. Names. Yeah, I'm on alone. Yeah, I'm the loner angel. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's oh my god. So the music I was reading, uh, or I heard an uh, an interview where it's supposed to be inspired by the music of the time period, but obviously modern. And there's some songs that I'm like, you use inspired by loosely. Very loosely. <laughs> Sorry, I just popped in my head. Jerry Lewis is the comedian I was thinking of. Sorry. Jerry Lewis, yes. They totally dressed oh. up in Asian outfits and stuff. So, yeah. Sorry. Jerry Lewis in this podcast, we have history already. We, we don't need to go down <laughs> that path again. Um, there are some songs that I just don't understand, like, how they're even remotely uh, associated with, like, 1950s music. I know. And that... There's a few, and I'm like, or they're like a little too early in the decade, because this is earlier in the decade. It's 54. Yeah, some of the stuff in Greece I was like that wouldn't have been big until later in the decade. You know, like 54 is when Elvis like really debuted and the rock and roll stuff really took off. So for it to be so big right now, it's like how long ago was? I don't think it was that long ago. <laughs> I don't think so, it would have spread this fast. So like in episode 10 when they sing "Please, please, please," that feels more. Period. Also, uh, even I'm so all bad. in. All, all in is is jazzy. It feels more period too. Yes, Lando looks so bad is great. I will say, as much as I love, I want more. That is not period at all. No, and that that's one a, that's the Christina Aguilera. Like you, I think you said that it was felt like Christina's stripped. 
like yeah. her version of jazz. So did like, it feels old, but it's not. <laughs> did you hear? Did you like look into that song? I want more. No. Like, why? Have you heard anything about it? Apparently, they wrote that song later in the filming process. So they got to know uh, what's her name, Marissa, Marissa De- Davila, Davila. Yeah. They got to know her better. They got to know her voice better. So in episode two, when you have a banger of a song, that is, I want more. And it's filmed amazingly. It's like, you once you hear that fact, though, you're like, that makes sense. Because the the rest of them feel like they were filmed and recorded as they were going. But this will... But to have this great song as an earlier entry is something that I'm like, okay, we don't. I do remember thinking, I remember hearing that there was another song. It was for her and Richie about like trying to break into the locker or going into the library and they do a song there and they took that out because of I Want More. Because they were like, no, we want that one more. So we they put that in. They took that song out. Oh, yes. Um, also, we didn't talk about this last episode and I was waiting for this one in definitely three songs I can think of. There's possibly more in the first three episodes, the people singing them start flying. So in different this year, reprise love to fly in this show. (laughs) They do in different this year, reprise in episode one. And I want more in episode two and in same sky in episode three. They all have the well, same sky. She's dancing with the stars. <laughs> she's dan- she, but like she floats into the sky. I know. So that I'm counting it, but I'm like, why is everyone floating? I understand in uh different this year reprise. Cause that's the first time that like the four of them are together and we're like, okay, these are our four. Obviously, we know from the, watching this first episode that these are the four main people we're following. But like, they're now bonding, and they're now we're getting seeing their together. friendship is blossoming, and they're you know the sky's the limit. Is basically yeah. what they're trying to say. I never understood the other ones why they start floating. You don't understand why same sky? She's thinking about the same I mean, sky. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did like the I did like the blue the green screen choreography that she does with the stars. I loved that. Yeah. But like, why are we floating? Why are the floating? Just like make it a do like a weird like cloudy wipe. And I, I want more. Makes no sense. No, it's like, hey, why don't we thrust her hips up a little bit? Like, really? Now she's up in the air with them. You know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was an well, excuse like, also to like, let's see her panties. Like, <laughs> and, at one and, point, I'm like, okay. And I think I want more. I remember seeing a video on TikTok, which I will try to find again. Um, Marissa actually choreographed some of it. Okay. Like, like especially like the beginning part where she's, you know, gesticulating and everything. And you're like, I could see that because it, it didn't really involve the camera as much. But then once they were like opening lockers or other things, I was like, okay, Jamal Sims had to step in <laughs> and help out this one. Um, I also wrote down in episode seven, why are the songs sung by men, uh, sung by not men are actually better. You mean all the non-male songs are better? The, yes. Yes. Like when we get to hit me again, which you brought up the so weird. (laughs) It is. It's very like, why? Why are you so upset? What's going on? I don't understand. But I mean, it it brings about a good bonding moment for the T-Birds, which is great. But um, if you think about it, if you think about it this way, is most of the writers are most of the writers female of the show? Yeah. Are they? Are most of these writers female? Because if you think about it, when there's shows that have female characters and the most, most of the writers are male, they typically get complained about because the female characters are so one-dimensional or, you know what I mean, or just not that great. Or there's a show that has, like, very few people of color or different religions or whatever, and they're writing about a different ethnicity or writing for, you know, another person from a different race, 
and it's just like yeah maybe you can't tell that story because <laughs> you haven't lived it so it's like True. if most of the if most of the you know this feels like a very female driven show in general obviously because it's about the pink ladies and the creator is female and you know i feel like maybe there's probably a big female or you know uh writing room and it's probably why episode seven didn't feel as strong because but it, it also felt important it did it felt important because it was something that needed to be seen but it might have been it might have suffered from you know lack of too not enough male input in that episode but i don't i mean honestly though the the whole concept of the show is that we're now doing a feminist side a female viewpoint of the 50s Mm -hmm. and so obviously the boys i don't care how old you are your boys in the with this statement the boys of the show are terrible (laughs) the women have their own drama and issues and everything but like the 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 xy chromosomes are awful in this show yeah, they have some redeeming qualities, but you're like, there's few and far between, and they don't really help progress <laughs> very much. And, and like, yes, you could argue about like some characters are are not terrible, but like, just the blanket statement. We're just doing a blanket statement. Um, but yeah, I feel like with the songs, though, I think, I think it was mostly, I mean, it was mostly Justin Tranter from what I've looked up who wrote all of them um yeah. and then he had another male co-writer or collaborator um so uh, songwriting is a little weird for I, I don't really know that much when it comes to songwriting and like who is getting credit for what that's what th- this is where it's a little hazy. Well, usually it becomes a collaborative experience somebody starts it off somebody helps with lyrics or some melody or the bridge or whatever you know what i mean it's you usually have somebody helping out and that's the same thing for like a writer's room for a tv show there's they have like okay this is what's going to happen this season and we need these things to happen throughout the season to you know and but and we're going to sign you this episode you this episode but it doesn't mean anybody else doesn't come in and look it over fix some things but you get the main credit for it Yes. To, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll fix it because, oh, well, the character will probably say it more like this, or we need this to go in this direction. So you mean to add this scene in and that kind of stuff. But you still are the writer for the episode, you know, so. But for the for the music, at least, or for the songs, at least, like, I don't know if maybe sometimes Justin took more of like a lyric approach, like song, a lyric writing approach, or if he took more of like the music writing approach. So that's where. I'm a little hazy on the details. Of yeah. This. And I think most people will probably do it both ways. It just depends on what hits them first, whatever moment of, you know, inspiration comes, it could be just the melody. No, 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 no. Oh, I like that. And then they're like, and then somehow they, a, a lyric pops in there. Like, Oh my God, that goes with that melody, you know, and that just kind of organically forms. And that's how I'm not a big songwriter. I don't write things. I don't like, you know, <laughs> I know <laughs> well, melodies you're not. and I'll create little melodies and I'll do stuff. I do my, I do my own theme songs most of the time. Um, <laughs> um, but there's a, there's a few other songs I want to, I want to talk about. So um, hand drive being one of them. I just wrote down. No. Oh, <laughs> well, so, Okay. This is another one where the lead up into it is insane because they're because they're at the Frosty Palace. They're dancing and Hazel's like, it's not the amount of people in this small cramped space. That is the issue. It's how they're dancing. I'm like, no, it's not. You are you were trying to get to hand jive, which fine. You're doing another. You gotta Easter dance egg. small because there's too many people you gotta here. Dance small, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay. But do they but really they... dance that small when they're doing this dance? Not really. They go outside. <laughs> they, they go outside, outside on the street. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's funny. But... They're, they're kicking and their hands are going up. I'm like, yeah, we're going outside. I'm like, get out of the street, kids. <laughs> but honestly, I love. Almost all of Ari's songs, all of Cynthia's songs. Um, the only one I, I I'm a little like whatever about is New Cool, because I was like, okay. even though that was the first one written, yeah. Even though that was the first one written, if 
it felt like because that whole episode was like, remember Greece, everyone? You love Greece. You're gonna We're like establishing Greece. We're establishing Greece things. That is basically Greece Lightning. So I'm like, <laughs> you're trying so hard to be like Greece Lightning. You love that song, guys. Well, you're gonna like this one. Huh? If you love Greece, <laughs> and if you love Greece, um, I also like that uh, Susan got a song um, with yeah, Girls but- Can't Drive. I think you know what's funny. The first time around, I watched that. I totally missed it. I didn't realize I got up and walked out and was making dinner, and I was like, "Oh!" And then I'm listening to the soundtrack later. I'm like, "What song is this?" <laughs> I, was, I totally missed that song the first time. I was like, "Okay, whatever." So that I was, was not sympathetic to her character at all, even after that whole point, because I, I didn't see that song. But that one, that one is another one that is comp- that is like basically Avril Lavigne wrote it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and then in the episode. The, they referenced lemonade the um or or what's that crap what's that song on the album of lemonade i don't know <laughs> i'm doing so great everyone i'm gonna have so much fun editing a lot of this beyonce e-y-o-n um <laughs> beyonce formation on the okay. song in, in this in the music yeah, video there is form- a formation reference yeah yeah, where uh, Susan ends up in a yellow petticoat and ta and like uh, and like corset or something, and I'm like, is with a this baseball some, hat, with a baseball, a baseball bat. bat. Well, that's like when Nancy at one point she goes, uh, "Oh, what the what?" And I was like, "That was not a saying back then. That is totally like a 2000s saying. What the yes. what?" Yes, and I was like, "No, that's not right." <laughs> um, there's. I gotta say though, I give them a lot of credit because uh, it's all original music. So, except for like I said, Grace is the word, and then potentially Hand Jive is not technically original, but They're, they use the exact same melody. They use the exact same music. Yeah, but re, kind of redo it a little bit, but yeah, the same thing for um, Think Pink. Oh they, yeah. yeah, um, there's a few others. Uh, I mean to have two to four original songs per episode that's a lot and i might be getting softer in my older age but (laughs) but the fact that they came out with 31 tracks in total yeah like damn and you know what the thing is there are some that aren't as strong as the others that's true but this could potentially if for some reason somebody wanted to do it they could potentially like squeeze it down into a broadway show if they wanted to yes yeah they could they they, if they left out some songs that weren't that necessary you know and to tell the main story of the first season which is basically the whole setup of the pink ladies if they wanted to do that they could and they can use a lot of these songs i'm gonna make an argument to keep in pulling strings though okay because that that one is important to buddy (laughs) I'm actually being I sincere here. I know, I know, but it was like, buddy needs that one, Dustin. Buddy, buddy, <laughs> because because a lot of these songs, it doesn't feel like the scene is emotionally driven enough for you mm-hmm. to sing and dance. But pulling strings is one of the few times that I can think of right now and dissect and talk about that. I feel like that deserves a song moment that deserves like he needs this <laughs> as i know That's it sounds some, weird yeah i know i agree I agree we want to see that side to a character you know the growth i also wish we got a song from dot i where's, do too where's her like i'm so lonely she would make a funny like a good funny but sad song. you know what i mean like yeah uh, or so sorry so sorry that kind of thing like or not even a full song but just like a highlight a lament of some sort yeah because like as much as i can like i said as i can listen to the four leads wail uh i i kind of would like to hear from others like we kind of heard from lydia because she was in uh crap what's the name of that merely players where after that song, I wrote, they got it right. Cause you know, 
they got <laughs> they got something right. It's not it's not period, but at least it's in the right direction, and it's a beautiful song and a beautiful moment. Um, you know what I want uh, the banger that I love from this whole thing that no one has said. It, I love the election song. <gasps> I love that freaking song. Okay, I think it is so. It's so well done for the show, and it also reflects today very well. And I'm like, oh, this is totally, yep. Especially during it's, presidential election time, it's totally perfect for that. I honest, I also feel like it's such a universal song for teachers. Oh yeah, because totally. because they're like, I'm sick of this shit. Like, when when is summer happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's supposed to be October. That, the whole the whole performance of it is like to do that whole rock band. She's on the steps doing yeah yeah yeah. I'm like, that's not a thing at that point. But I don't care. It's Jackie Hoffman. <laughs> I know, I know, but like that wasn't a thing in that era. But it's still, it's I love the song in general. I think it's. So good, so smart, and no one talks about it enough. I think it should be higher up on more people's lists. Um, I okay, let's jump to in the club for a hot second because this is a song that I was just like, we didn't need this, we didn't, or especially like uh, when we when we mentioned uh, brutal honesty and there were some lyrics. I'm like, did we need you to actually spell out that you're racist in the song? People are racist in the Greece universe. Da, 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 da. That's what it's doing. It's like, by the right, way. Right. But, but like when they do, when you're in the club, uh, and then, and then that, those are fine. But then when they do the whispering lyrics, I'm like, did we, we didn't need this. This is as isn't... long as you're not Jewish, Asian, brown, or black. Yeah. yeah. I was like, we got that point from the song itself. <laughs> we don't need you to whisper these lines because we understand y'all are old white men and you're saying old white men stuff and yeah old white men bad <laughs> old white men bad <laughs> but also <laughs> the other thing that boggled my mind is like it, to kind of talk more about like the the storyline where they're having this stupid dance and how it's becoming a, a a huge debate between everybody in this town which first of all is the town named rydell i never understood that they never really said i'm like they they, they know rydell high but they don't really say the town they kind of i feel like maybe it, it's rydell because because the club has rydell and there's another thing that has rydell also this did confirm that they are in california so right. we know but, that for sure but the fact that like Jane says that or like they want to have the dance at the school I'm like yes you're gonna save money like come on why is this up up for debate like what's the I don't get it right I mean and plus you could have the faculty watch your kids like that is part of their job (laughs) and and what kind of say you have like the parent teacher association whatever and they vote to like oh if you can't come in because you have so many grades or you have uh, our, our previous demerit or whatever I'm like wait 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 you just established this a couple of hours ago that's not how that works it, it's the next time it can't do it on this one this is the day up you can't do that well that's susan's mom and she's such a bitch i'm sorry oh, no. i know that's i'm true. a man and saying that but like she, she is. is you'll agree if you watch <laughs> you, you, will, you will understand um the other cynthia song that i want to i want to highlight is all in that's a fun one to sing being a guy singer, it's a very guy crooner type song to me. Yes, um, but I was like going to say the Frank whole Sinatra sounding, the whole queer representation that's happening. I loved it. We didn't talk about this last time, but that scene where S- Cynthia basically comes out to Nancy via them writing notes oh. back and forth, it is beautiful and it's like so subtle and so real and raw and you feel it from both their sides and it's yeah. it's done really well it's done it's, very well it's moments like that where it's kind of heartwarming to hear that these actors are actually friends off camera mm-hmm. off screen because like and they're so supportive of each other and they're so like they like to actually are friends they're friends yeah. they're not just like oh we're co-workers no they're friends off they're screen friends because like a scene like that i feel like I mean, they're actors. That's their job to do it. But I feel like it's a little different if you're, like, acting it with a friend. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you understand what I'm Well, saying? there's a comfortability. There's a way you can like let down your guard more, it feels like. You know, you can kind of be more raw with your performance. Yeah. So But so all of the Cynthia songs about falling in love. So we've got uh merely players, we've got crushing me and then all in like that's a nice little arc that's happening it's a it they're all great songs um two of them are really of the time period one crushing me is just a western for whatever reason yeah it's trying to be like a uh we call it boots are made for walking um uh rockabilly kind of maybe in a way kind of it's kind of being that but it's still a little too early i think yeah um but it was just it it was just done so well and like i i like that they are also talking about queer representation in the 50s because there wasn't any no <laughs> there wasn't any spoiler alert there were so, queers but we did not talk about we didn't them talk about it also since we're on here at the end uh is shy guy gay or because when I they think that's what they were hinting at because when they were talking about them kissing and sh- one of them says it was weird and then the other one agrees i don't remember which one came first but it was like are you saying it was weird because you're gay or because y- uh you knew that she didn't like you no, so okay, so there's there's two instances that happen. So there's the one where there's the obviously two gay guys that look over at him and they're kind of sizing him up, and he kind of looks at them, and you're like, hmm, they're obviously two gay guys, just like they oh they outside and, the dance, and then when Cynthia like kind of basically throws herself up and they had that whole interaction, and then afterwards there's the makeup part, and he mentions like you know how he. They basically kind of think like I understand how you feel without like saying it. You know that's what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like I get it. You know, kind of. It's not you're not like everybody else. It's kind of harder. You know, and she's like, oh, and they kind of had this like moment. You're like, oh, because when I saw it the first time, I got that. But then I was like, maybe I'm reading into it differently. And I watched it again. I was like, oh, okay, that's definitely what he's saying. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't, I didn't hundred percent know. And I'm hoping if there is a season two, maybe they answer it or mm-hmm. a continuation of the story. Cause I, I know I said this, I, I know we talked kind of about this last time, but like, I kind of want there to be a continuation. I need a, I'm not satisfied with this conclusion. I'm not going to lie. No, I mean, it, it was nice, but I want a full, like, it's set out. It's ending, you know, it's done. And we see the setup for the movie type of thing. You know what I mean? Like kind of, Yes, we're, we're Frenchie and Rizzo finally become pink ladies, and we kind of go, okay, there we go. Now we see where their start is, and boom, we're done. That's how it should end, and I've I want to know. I hope that's how they were the, planning. The final end. shot should be like Jane, and then just like hit, all you see is their arm coming out with the jacket to hand it over to Frenchie and Rizzo, and that's it. That's the final shot. Or <laughs> they and they grab their jacket from their hands, and that's or or like you know they're wearing it and they do it. They turn to camera and they're like, yeah, we're in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jazz hands and everything. Just jazz hands. Um okay, so Dustin, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into strap and flat? Anything. Wanna talk more about the the stories, the songs, the background? No, I think I think we got pretty much uh our our varying opinions and uh notable moments out there for the most part. Okay, great. Let's get into strap and flat, shall we? Okay. Sharp flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, I have a shit ton of sharps. But also, I have a lot of flats. Because <laughs> <laughs> as I was watching this, I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I don't like this. Oh, I love this. So... Um, let's start with flats because, you know, we were giving it a love fest and let's end on a high note. Right. I I get you. I get you. Yeah. No, I didn't have a lot of flats or anything. I didn't have a lot of sharps either, but, um, my biggest flat was the whole Justin Tranter as the teen angel thing. It just, 
it threw me off the most in the show. And anytime I hear the song and the whole tee hee hee, and it just feels like this was a phone in. It feels like, oh, you get to be part of the show. So write this crappy song. No offense, Jetson Trancher, that, that one's the crappy one. I like I like you, like the songs, not this one. Um, I think it would have benefited from better lyrics, like I said, and more era appropriate angelic figure. I also feel like Teen Angel is needed. Some form of that is needed. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The I the concept of Teen Angel. We don't need a 1970s slash 80s glam rock Teen Angel from the future. No, I feel like it was a little weird where I they may have been, they may be like, look, Elvis did this, but you're more, the makeup is more Ziggy Stardust and everything else. So I feel, I understand, but I'm saying like, the show for the show the, the musical number in general yes is needed but yes. the i just i feel like the whole the way it was presented where the way it was executed oh, threw me so out. wrong like i was like no this yes. should have been you know like dressed in a fedora and a, a damn trench coat for all i care i don't care but something of that era and it could have been a glittery one it could have been one that sparkled you know i don't care but it should have you know what i mean like uh-huh oh no I, I, the angel should not have looked like that <laughs> stop yelling at me i understand i'm agreeing okay with you. I'm sorry. give me a moment is that your only flat or do you have other flats no that's my main one like there's i mean there's some other things where I, at first where i was like okay all right maybe the other thing was it's not as true to the era as far as like racially and you know representing i mean yeah sure there were varying people varying races around they did not all intermingle like this. <laughs> no. Not as much as we want to believe they did. It was not this big. It was not like this at all. Where so I, I feel like that wasn't true to the era, but um, so from my flats, Ooh. I got a little more detailed because <laughs> there there are some things, and we talked about a lot of them. Uh, my first flat Ooh. is for boys. No matter what age they are, boys in this world are terrible. They suck. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also flatting how society treats women and the duplicity of actions. Because there's so many moments where they're like, but the boys are doing the same exact thing. And you're like, uh uh uh, who cares? You're a girl. Stop doing this thing. And it got me so mad. Um, I mean, I agree. It is representative of the era for sure. It is representative of the era, but it got me so mad. And it's right. It's rightfully so. And that's representative of your era that I got you so mad. <laughs> so. So I think, you know, for that that one, that's more of like a a macro level than a micro. So I'm okay. a, uh, <laughs> as a society, we're you're getting a flat from me. I'm getting um, all the movement from John, by the way. It's like he's like big, small, yes, big, small. Big small. Um <laughs> I'm also flatting the amount of flying during songs, uh, because it was way too many. Too many uh, flats the another flat is for the anachronisms in phrases kind of what you were saying about the anachronisms of like how the mindset was mm -hmm. and like they they're trying to remind you we're in the 50s but also they're like but it's a 2023 show alt universe alt universe yeah so a lot of like the word uh, a lot of like modern phrases were set in this and i'm like guys you could have done better. Um, I have another flat for the small amount of plus sized actors. Mm -hmm. Although it was great to see like shy guy and a couple of the theater people be differently bodied. It's like, you could have done more. <laughs> you could yeah. have been more. There are um, plenty of people. Like, I don't, I mean, everybody's going to probably say, oh, but what about dancers bodies and whatnot? Like there are plenty of bigger people who can dance. There's a whole, there's a there TikToker, TikToker who is, a, a bigger guy that can do splits and you know have you seen that challenge where like dancers will like go around like put bring their their leg up as if they're on a their clock a hand on a clock oh god i don't know i have not but i can only he imagine. does that and he's he's a big guy and i'm like bitch get it do it <laughs> um i also okay this is now we're getting into more specifics for me. Um, I'm flatting the carelessly ombre costumes. I I hated them. The, it's Richie and oh, Jane. where they're like randomly turning yellow. Yeah, 
Yes. It looks like somebody has peed on them like yes. throughout the song. Yes. Yes. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are they stained? Like, and it just, I'm like, wait, are they stained? Or is it turning yellow? Like, I can't tell. <laughs> and speaking of costumes, I'm flatting Ooh. Nancy and Cynthia's costumes and crushing me because the fact that they're wearing Western wear. For no reason. For no reason. Their semi-Western song. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I'm flatting the dot makeover moment that we talked about. The, yes. Um, okay. I, I agree with that. I also am flatting the editing during the race. It felt too long. For such a small track. Yes. For such a small track and a small moment. And I was like, you guys are, I understand that you're trying to fill time, but please stop. Um, <laughs> the, the one song I'm flatting is hand jive as I've talked about. Uh, and then I have two performances I'm going to flat, which are in the club and brutal honesty. So I agree with you with Justin Tranter. We talked about that. And then in the club, I was like, we get it. We don't need the song. We got it. <laughs> we yeah, we we know. You could have just said this meta statement and like, this place is for people not like you. Okay, that's it. That's all we need. All right. So every once in a while in this section, I have what I like to call unnatural it's neither a sharp nor a flat but it's still something that we've talked about actually and for me my natural is the lyrics okay sometimes they're great and spot on and they understand the assignment and then sometimes it's like what were you smoking dude (laughs) (laughs) we we're racist and whispering right now like come on like okay i didn't need that um great sharps all right (laughs) the end um i do have a lot i do have a lot of sharps but do you want let's like my sharps are mainly like my songs my favorite songs let's see if we have the similar sharps of songs then okay so i really love big i love group numbers for the most part i'm a group number person i always like i love pointing fingers that's also a very modern song to me yes um about racial divides you know um economical divide everything you know um I love that one. I love the boom. I think that's a fun one. And that sounds like if something that was in the, a bowling alley in the 60s. It sounds like a 60s song to me, but it does. It has like a bowling alley sound to it. I don't know what it is, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It sounds like it'd be played in bowling alley. Um, <laughs> I love, I do like the hand jive, but only because I love born to hand jive and they both sound the exact same. So that's the reason why I'm, I'm okay. Okay. With that's, fair. Um, that's fair. Land don't look so bad. Love the Motown of it all. Uh, my absolute favorite is face to face. Yes, I don't know what it is. I love that song. It is. It it's kind of. It's got one. Of, it's one of those ones that sounds like today, and also like they're trying to make it sound like yesterday, but it doesn't. But it does kind of thing. You know um, what? It kind of sounds like a girl group song. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and that's like I love. I hold my hand face to face. Like, but like I'm. But yeah. <laughs> That I think that's what I think that's why I I also sharped that that whole performance, um, and I uh, I I'm just coming to terms. I understand? Yes, I think that's why because it sounds like it sounds like um, I don't want to say Spice Girls, but they're the only ones who are coming to mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mix sounds like Little Mix in a way. It sounds like okay. all these other. Uh, how do I want to work? This? It doesn't sound too era. Like it doesn't sound right. like any era really. It sounds like it could be featured anywhere in a way. Yeah. For the most part. Um, I love please, 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 because I love the whole Supremes sound. And I uh, all in I love all the songs in the last episode for sure. Um, all in Think Pink, uh-huh. love Think Pink because of the nod degrees too. Love the whole it sounds like um uh oh my gosh. Oh we go together. We is that we go together? We go together like Ramalala. Yeah, it sounds like that. Or no, no, not that. That one. It sounds like um, I got chills that are multiplying. Ah, better shape up. That's the that's the song they use for Uh Think Pink. Okay, that's the that's the melody they use for Think Pink. Okay, you know that. Um, I don't I don't play instruments. I just use my voice, guys. Can you believe it? You're the one that I want. The there one you go. that I want. That's right. My God. 
But yeah, that's what the song is. <laughs> I like all of those, even though it's taking definitely from that one. But uh, those, I'm, I'm all about those. I like those. I like the big group numbers. Uh, so I am sharping first that they had an ensemble instead of just a fluctuating cast of dancers and background people. Mm-hmm. Like we had the different groups. They had establishing characters, although don't remember any of their names, but like you had like the two random girls that would show up. You had Nancy's old group, old mm-hmm. friends. You had the theater people. So I like that there was established characters that even though I don't know their names, it felt very much like a like a like a theater performance. Like a real school. It kind of yes. felt like yeah, it doesn't feel like okay, in this episode we have a whole bunch of different extras, you know, and yes. and you can tell, well this was definitely filmed through like, oh, we got to do this covid special type thing, so we got to keep a lot of the same people, you know. And it makes sense. And if you look at through in their IMDb, there's so many like like what character is this? Like there's so many people listed with actual names and I'm like they were just back they might have had one line in the entire thing. Basically a, a speaking extra. But they part. are but they are there. They all, are like, character. And they are there all the time. Yeah, like the you gotta you gotta kind of respect their production for that. Like you know, they made them an important part of the show by giving them a character name, you know, and giving them an actual character. So I think that's really cool how they did that, especially and the he, theater people. Yeah, like, they all have names. They all all of their names are said. I remember that. I just don't remember that. And names. they all have different personalities too. They're not all just like these bland one dimensional characters. You can tell they all kind of were able to bring something to it. You know? Yeah, they had fun. Um, I want to sharp Josette Halpert, who played Dot, Jackie Hoffman, who played Mr. McGee, and Chanel Bailey, who played Hazel. I love them. They yes. did great. I also want to sharp Ari. No, no, Natatamaso no, or something um i Trisha fukuhara is that her name no so the cynthia sorry i know but i was thinking also nancy trisha fukuhara sorry and nancy and nancy are, are another sharps trisha fukuhara is another sharp of mine um because ari i would love to see them in another musical thing um perfect voice great perfect voice, voice. I saw some behind the scenes, like when they were recording some of the songs, like I saw some clips and like uh, them in the studio. And I was just like, wow. Wow. Like some of them are all like, I think it was all in and did the entire thing in one take, at least the the version I saw. I mean, obviously it was probably done again, but it was perfect. And I was like, wow, this is wow. (laughs) They have a great belt. And I feel like if they were to continue with singing and making music and everything, I hope that they use, they use this time period to their advantage because they sound like a crooner. Mm-hmm. And then sure. um, Trisha Fukuhara, who plays Nancy, I loved her. I, I'm i so upset that the show like forgot about her a lot. And I'm, I'm hoping if there is a season two or if there is a movie or something, she has a meatier part she yeah. has more of a story um she's a great like comedic actress for sure yes um, she has great timing she has um and even in her like social media and whatnot that i've seen she's very funny just naturally oh. funny yeah just a funny person and that just has a really good sense of humor so obviously that translates well on screen for her so and speaking of trisha i there's a I'm sharpening the reverse filming that happened in World Without Boys. Oh yeah, and I'm they, a sucker for that. I'm sorry, but well, it was... well, um, there was a whole thing where um, uh, Juliet Halpert like did all, did the entire thing again in her own bedroom and like reversed it and did it all backwards. The World Without Boys for like TikTok or something. I think there's out there, and they're like, "Oh my god, you can't believe!" And they were all like commenting, "I can't believe you remembered all the choreography," and and because they were watching it, obviously, and she was doing. And I don't think she did the entire video, but I think it was like most of it, like a lot of the choreography from at least her part that she was seeing. Um, I'm sharpening the line that Jane says, "I'm sorry, but your future isn't more important than mine." I feel like everyone needs to have that in their brain Mm because you know you are more important than anybody and i want everyone to hear this like you you, listener you dustin you john through zoom camera and everything are more important than anybody else so i i feel like that is like one of the thesis statements of the show 
And I'm happy. Don't that let they... somebody push you aside and, and act like you're not in a yes. vital part of the world. Yes, for sure. Yes. Um, I am strapping the barricade moment during the boom because it was so good. <laughs> oh, the whole like, yeah, the whole like. The, the chairs the... stacking up and everything. And everybody just go and the lights are flashing and it just kind of does this whole circle around them. And yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, I want to sharp the costume design for Romeo and Juliet. Um, I appreciated that, and it felt like a natural decision. And it felt like a real school play. It did feel like a school play. The other thing, the other thing I liked, and I didn't, I'm not going to sharp this, but what I liked is that in the Halloween episode, those costumes felt real. They Mm -hmm. didn't feel like. We could argue about uh, Olivia's costume because that felt a little more tailored and a little more made to the actress, but the rest of them felt like they actually made them or they bought them. It well, I, in that era, they would have they would have been more making it. They still would have had some options to buy some stuff, but it like the masks and things like that. Yeah, right. And you know the whole thing that you know. Um, Nancy's the one who made all these costumes. They're like, no, we're going to go as our own thing. But then they end up using Nancy's costumes, which do look homemade, but they're also nice. They're still decent. You know? Yes, but I, but I've I've seen in other movies and TV shows, like when they do a Halloween or a costume party or something, it feels like it was made in a shop. It wasn't made. It wasn't. It wasn't like mass produced. It felt like, like what it rental was... store did everybody go to? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um. I also am sharpening the concept of pulling strings, like the whole idea behind it. Um, I didn't really the like choreography the... was really cool. That I liked that, but what what I didn't like is how they digitally took out like the holes for the hands. I kind of wish we saw like the hole in the fabric where the or where or the set or something where the hands were coming out of, because it felt too much like a horror movie. Oh yeah, it did have some creepiness to it. It almost reminds me of, like that scene from Labyrinth. We're yes. yeah. She chose down. Um, I also am sharpening the long take in episode eight of uh in the Frosty Palace for are you ready for this? I timed it. For three minutes and three seconds, there is a long take where you see people being asked out to the dance and everything. And I'm a I'm a sucker for long takes too. Yeah, the old school kind of Hollywood type thing where it was like everybody's on screen, everybody it's a play. You're doing a play basically, and you're just filming this whole shot. And I yes. love that. Yeah, yes, I love it too because it if you fuck up, you have to start over. You have to keep going, or you have to you have to hit like that's that's the thing a lot of, with a lot of these long takes, especially especially like Taylor Swift's "We're Never Getting Back Together" music video. That's all one shot. So if you don't hit your mark, you're fucked. And you you ruined everyone's day. You're costing more money. You're costing more money. <laughs> and so I like that because you know the uh, it, it 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 makes it feel a little more like we're part of it. We're watching it. It's not like we're going to edit and cut and mm-hmm. do things. Um, it makes it feel natural. It also feels very professional. Um, it's uh, and it was. It's very. You can tell thought was put into it because everybody yes. has to play their part and show up and and say their part at the exact moment. As soon as the camera hits this part, you know everything. You know they have to think of all the moving parts for this. And the crew behind the scenes is probably like running behind with like lighting and like oh you know and you can't imagine what's going on behind the camera. You know, and and I f- all we see is from front. So I feel like they did that in Greece in the Frosty Palace. I think they did too. There was a whole like where there was like a, a shot to go to Sandy and Danny and then Kaniki and Rizzo and yeah. Yeah. So it's not a moving, it's not a moving camera like this one is, but like that one is, there is a, the yes, the date when everyone on the day and then the group yeah. shows up and then they end up leaving and, the, and then the group stays there and then the group piddles away and then it's Rizzo and Kaniki teen... and it's just kind of, yeah. And, and then, then, then we get into Teenage Angel. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also want to sharp. I wish that this was available on the album. the The mashup of the music to "Hit Me" and "Pulling Strings." Because mm. so there's a lot of needle drops of the former songs throughout this, and that one when that happened, I'm like, yes, yes, emotion, emotionally charged 
I understand. <laughs> I understand. Hit me now. Men are fragile uh, too. <laughs> men are fragile too. But I, I did like it. It was pretty well done, and it was very. It was a, a cool sound to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to share up the following performances. Girl gang, I know it's weird, and I know I talked a lot about it, but those five women did their goddamn job. They sell it, yeah. They sell it. And especially when they do the the phone cord choreography, I was that's when I was really into it. It felt like very old school soundstage movie musical number with all yes. the lights and the whatever and everything. Yeah, I liked it. Although I have come up with better choreography for it that I because because i feel like that you could have done more dancing with it oh yeah Um, totally um but i love it i also am sharpening i want more pointing fingers like you did uh merely players and face to face the whole kit and caboodle for all these and then uh i'm going to sharp the following songs not necessarily the performances but i do like the songs girls can't drive crushing me and i'm all in okay i'm all i feel like i'm all in i understand why they did it that way but it's when they did merely players i uh i liked that performance more because you got into like the hollywood side i also loved in merely players that um they switched gender roles so it wasn't just cynthia who's comfortable in pants wearing the pants in that number there's Mm -hmm. a moment where they're um they're playing a nurse or something uh or like a, a, a an, an army secretary yeah they're they're in an army uniform of the time period and looked good they looked great in that mm-hmm. i mean i under i understand the whole point is to like show how awkward cynthia is in dresses but in the fantasy musical moments like that and please 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 like they looked fantastic Mm-hmm. I agree. I think they all looked great in Please, Please, Please. Like the way they did their the cat eye makeup and the the big black wigs and yes, I'm t- but I'm specifically talking about Ari. Yeah. Ari, yeah, because because that yellow that yellow dress. Oh boy. Ugh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I did notice that um, Cynthia, the character, went all natural as far as in the pits area. I noticed there was hair down there. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, but that would make sense, though, even for Cynthia, you know, so. Yeah, interesting. I always wanted to be, quote, one of the boys, so. And I believe they're wearing a wig. I don't Uh, think that's their natural hair. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think all of them are wigged because, I mean, that makes sense for doing takes and filming and, you know, your hair is the hair is stuck basically in that one thing but mm-hmm. i feel like they wore a wig because i feel like their hair was shorter than period than the time period i should say i don't possibly anyway uh would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist i've got a bunch oh i have yeah i do too like i said all the ones i mentioned basically <laughs> all the ones that was like my favorite i like these so I oh, have... and Grease is the Word. I do love Grease is the Word. It's just because it's classic. I love the introduction to it all. I like how they brought them all in. That one feels very Broadway version yes. of that song, which I liked. How That's they introduced awesome. everybody. When Ari wails that note. Grease is the Word! Yeah. I can't yes. get it, but yeah. <laughs> um, so I also wrote Grease is the Word. I love different this year reprise. as a. I like listening to that because, again, mm-hmm. it's the four of them. Um, girl gang, I want more. Take the wheel, pointing fingers, melee players, girls can't drive, crushing me. Lando you know, looks so sad, face to face. Please, please, please. I'm all in and think pink. Sorry, continue. Um, uh, different this year. The first version of it, I did not like. It's forgettable. I can't understand what she's saying because I had to look up the lyrics and go, but because I mean, I don't know if this is like one of the earlier songs they recorded or something, but she's very nasal in it. And doesn't really enunciate the words very well. Someone's mm-hmm. going, I'm like, what? What? What are you saying? And I would go look. I'm like, that's what she's saying. I'm looking at the lyrics. I'm like, okay, now I can kind of hear it. But I had to like constantly look at the lyrics in order to understand what she's saying. And I'm like, I've heard this song a few times now. I'm like, what is she saying? 
She's saying, I know she's saying words. I'm like, I understand. Sing. Singing. I heard her in the other songs. Why can't she sing this song? <laughs> it was like, if you listen, you cannot understand what she's saying, especially in the beginning of that. I hope if if any of these actors in the show do like a cabaret or something or have an or release an album or something, they somehow get the rights to one of the songs from this. Cause like if Marissa were to do I Want More on a on like, make her it like solo their signature album. song, they could like do yes. it at concerts and whatnot. Yeah. Yes. Ari singing I'm all in. Like mm-hmm. that's their song. Um Olivia I don't mm. I, all I can think of is I'm in love or sorry to distract. I like sorry to distract. Sorry to distract it's, it's I not do a banger, like. but it's a fun song. I feel like though uh I'm in love uh yeah, I'm in love would be a better song for her to do outside of the mm-hmm. Greece world. And then Trisha Trisha she doesn't get really she didn't get doesn't a solo. really get a lot. She does not get a solo. She gets some solo parts and songs. Mm, she does have a solo world without boys. Uh yeah, kinda. You know what, Justin Tranter, if you're listening to this, if you if they are going to do a second season or a two and a half hour long movie special, whatever, give Trisha like five songs. <laughs> <laughs> give, we need Nancy songs. We need Nancy centric songs. We need a lot of Nancy centric songs. And you know what, I want to hear. Nicholas McDonough, who plays Gil, Maximo Salas, who plays Shy Guy, and Alexis Sides, who plays Potato. I want to hear a song of theirs. I want to hear I their don't... voices besides just being like little quips in the middle of like the new cool, you know, like yeah. I want to hear them actually sing. And they don't need to have their own individual songs, but like if the three of them have a have a trio and then and then they each take a verse or something. I'm here for that because obviously you cast all these people who are singers and dot, of course, dot. How could I forget about her? We want it. We want a dot song. Um, Cause you, you cast all these people who are great dancers. They're fantastic actors. And we don't know what their singing is like. Cause they're in a, mu- they're in a musical, but they're not really featured in the right. musical. Um, I'm assuming they can sing. I hope they can sing. <laughs> I think they can. I think they can, obviously. Nicholas McDonough is a really nice guy. He's one of the guys I've actually chatted with a little bit off and on. Um, and he's he's really cool. I'm, he's... I'm, I'm dropping that name, sorry. <laughs> I I did like I did like his character. I did like him. Gil uh, Rizzo. <laughs> Gil Rizzo. Oh god. I didn't realize Rizzo was her last name. Yeah, her name first name's Betty. They say it in the first movie. She's call me Betty, and he goes Betty, Betty. Well, Betty. I knew, I knew Betty. I thought Rizzo was like a nickname or something. Don't ask. Oh, okay. I did, I didn't. Yeah, it is. What's also, what's also really interesting is like how they talk about Italians in this, and I'm like, everyone has a fucking Italian last name in <laughs> no. Greece. In the movie Greece, everyone has an Italian last name. In this one, I this one they played more with the last names and like the ethnicities, but like in Greece. Danny Zuko, uh, I almost Kineki. said Arthur, I almost said Arthur Fonzarelli, and I was like, "That's wrong." <laughs> <laughs> no, but then and then in Greece too, still Italian last names, and I'm like, "Okay, Stephanie Zanoni." <laughs> um, and on that note, Dustin, we did it! Yay! We what is pink what ladies? It, what was what was the hashtag? Hashtag save save the. Save, the save Rise of the Pink Ladies or Save, save R-O-T-P-L. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dustin, what do you have to plug or promote? Again, if you would listen to Dustin Can Read and Watch, we have some back episodes. It'll be back at some point. I'm not sure when. And the Rewatch Recap, which will be back in January, but we recapped a whole bunch of shows and we have some Patreon uh, specials that are dropping in the meantime. So make sure you listen to that. Uh, we've had a lot of fun doing, like I said before, Buffy, Snick, uh, the magicians, my so-called life. All I would, I, I, 
I think I reached out to you because I saw you post about the magicians and I love that show. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my my invitation. So <laughs> I'm here and waiting. Um, but if you if you know anybody who has power to bring this show back, um let me know so I could pass it along. You can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com, also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Um let's let's get a conclusion for this. Like let's do we, it. Let's get something. We need something to to we need de- something definitive yeah. end to the story. Yes. Yeah. And also, we didn't talk about this at all. A lot of these actors are in their twenties and stuff, and they don't look that. They're not like Stocker Channing in the in Greece. Although I thought that would be a fun addition to add to this show. It's just like this random old character that you're like, who is that? So, like, oh, that's so, the new junior. Like are you so Danny's a teacher? Danny Danny Zuko is played by a 40-year-old. How's that? Frankie Zuko. Yeah. Oh, Frankie Zuko, yes. Yes, sorry. Frankie Zuko is played. No, you know what? I was right the first time. Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko, the younger brother. Is the younger brother is played by a 40-year-old. So Why are you taller than me? <laughs> Don Travolta reprises his role as Danny Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, while well, we're doing another Second Chance Theater, everyone, and we're recovering the 1997 Disney classic Cinderella. Yeah, Whitney and Brandy. Uh, Dustin oh, about Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Okay. Yes, but it but it was a Disney TV movie. Right. Right. So, uh, Dustin, thank you so much for coming back on. Um, we have to have you come back on again soon with oh, something sure. else. For I don't sure. know what, but we'll figure that out. And everyone, thank you for listening, and bye for now. See you later. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.